and welcome to this episode of Just Some Thoughts with Bree. I am Bree. I am your host. If you had not gathered that already by <laughs> the fact that you're listening to this podcast and to my voice. Today, we do have a very special episode because it is the very first episode of Pilot Peter his season of The Bachelor. Yes, we are sitting down and we are taking a deep look into... (laughs) I almost said Hannah. Not Hannah, because she was The Bachelorette. Into Peter's psyche. We're going to sit and we're going to really look at who Peter is when choosing a wife. We already know he likes southern blondes named Hannah. So we'll see how this topic evolves in further in this episode. Now, just a little bit of housekeeping for you guys. Uh, So this is the Bachelor episode. It is the Wednesday episode. If you don't like Wednesday episodes, and by that I mean Bachelor episodes... Uh, that's fine. I do normal, not Bachelor-based episodes on Saturdays. And if you didn't listen to last week's Saturday episode, which is actually a Sunday episode because I don't know how to plan, I talked about my fitness journey. And I I don't like to say the word journey because it's like, ooh, I have a fitness journey. It's sort of just like my fitness story and how... My relationship with exercise and fitness has evolved from literally the second grade until where I am sitting now, two years out of college, and comfortably sitting on my bed. Talk about fitness that whole time. It's about 50 minutes long. I had no idea I could talk that much about fitness, but you know what I can talk that much about? The Bachelor. So... Last piece of housekeeping, I do want to preface with this with the fact that I will be roasting everyone, not only on this first episode, but on every single episode of The Bachelor Recap. So, you know, if you don't like slow roasts, then this is not the series for you, like I said. We got Saturday episodes too, but those are also sort of roasts, or they will slowly become roasts as as I go on. Maybe I should call this podcast Just Some Roasts with Brie. Brie roasts strangers that she has never met and will never meet. Okay. Alright, so the way this episode is going to break down is that first I'm going to give my first opinion on the girls. Sort of, uh what I thought about them getting out of the limo, what I thought about the few girls that had those special spotlights at the beginning of the episode, and what I thought about them as they sort of made their beginnings during the rose ceremony. Then I will go over who gets eliminated at the rose ceremony. Then I will talk about the first group date, the first one-on-one date, and the part that we did get of the second group date. Yep. Spoiler alert, 
this episode did end in a to-be-continued because, you know what? Mike Fleiss loves to keep us hanging. He'll give us what we want. The entire first episode fit nicely into a two-hour chunk, but then I'll hold on to our hearts with one hour of extra bullshit that really should have been next week and a full two-hour episode. I don't make the rules. I just play the rules in the game. Play the game in the rules. I follow the rules. So, I am going to start off just in alphabetical order. I'm looking at all of the girls in their pictures on the Meet the Cast page of The Bachelor. So, obviously, we have Bachelor Peter. Peter the pilot. Uh, Peter Jr., as I soon learned. Uh, and, you know, he's pretty attractive. I did think he looked a little bit like a mini Nick Vile at, uh, when we first saw him really getting making out with Hannah on her season. And, you know, he still kind of looks like Nick Vile, so I'm sticking to that. And our forever balding slash going gray, Chris Harrison. Lord Harrison of Bachelor Mansion. He is a staple in this franchise. So, starting off, we have Alaya. Alaya. Alalala. I don't know how to pronounce her name. She probably said how to pronounce her name, but you know what? I didn't listen. Uh, I should also say that I uh, am only alright, only mediocre at... at uh, taking notes, so this might be a little jumbled and not make any sense at all. And if you hear rustling, it's me flipping over my papers, looking at the notes I've taken, and also going back to my Bachelor Twitter account, which is sort of mostly a Nicole Stan account. But if you want to follow it, you can see my real-time thoughts, the non-expanded version, and, you know, maybe sort of have fun with me. Uh, it is at Bachelor Drunk on Twitter if you want to hit that follow button. Uh, so, Alea, she had a floor-length dress that was so long. It was like floor-length for a WNBA player. It was too long for her, and it dried up all of the old tears that were on the driveway because you know what? That dang driveway, it's always wet. It's always a wet driveway. So yeah, the bottom half of her dress was pretty much soaking wet by the time she left. Now, we have Avonlea. And uh, I just wrote, what kind of name is Avonlea? Don't know? Moving on. Alexa. She... Oh my gosh, I, I have an Amazon Echo in my room, and she just went off when I said that, so we're going to have to call her something else. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. So, Alexa was, uh, she says she's a caregiver, but all signs point to esthetician. I whispered that, and she still heard me. AI is going to take over. Did you hear that? AI is going to take over. So, she, caregiver slash esthetician, I'm confused, I don't understand, 
And it was probably at this point in the episode where I got very bored of the pilot references. It was not fun, and (laughs) I didn't like it. Next up in the lineup, we have someone named Courtney. And Courtney uh, is in the Mile High Club, I guess. And she rode a tiny airplane in, and she also had traffic directors. Uh, that was actually pretty funny, pretty pretty comedic. I do like a good sort of joke, a good sort of josh. And it was like she was on a little tricycle that just happened to be plane-shaped, which was funny. Uh, okay, let's see. Next up is Deandra. And Deandra, uh, oh, she, she had the windmill costume and said, let's go for round five. And this is exactly the point where I was like, okay, we get it. He banged her four times in a windmill. Nobody cares anymore. It was fun and raunchy and out there at the time, but no, sorry. (laughs) I'm over it. America is over it. I'm speaking for America. I am America. Thank you. Next up, we have Eunice. Eunice is a flight attendant, and she walked in saying that she was going to be original. She was going to stand out, and that she was going to really make her mark on Peter because she's going to be the only flight attendant on this season, and they only advertised it as Pilot Peter pilot. I'm surprised all 30 girls are not freaking flight attendants. Next up, we have Hannah Ann. Uh, She is obviously named Hannah, so, you know, she's already got a one-up in this sort of party uh, for Peter's party. Okay, that was so bad. She claims on ABC.com to be a model. Uh, We all know what that means. She has an Instagram. All right, moving on to Jade. Guess what? She's one of the other two flight attendants, and that's about all about her. That's interesting, is that she is, in fact, a flight attendant. Next time... We have Jasmine. Jasmine walked up and spoke another language to Peter. And basically she said, uh, hey, I heard you fuck four times in a windmill. So let's fuck four times in a, a something that's like a windmill. I don't know. I, I'm not an architect. I have a theater degree. What do you want from me? Then we have Jenna. Jenna had an emotional support cow. This was so funny because (laughs) one of my favorite memes on the internet is someone saying that they needed to bring their emotional support burrito onto the plane with them. And it was so funny, that meme. I'll see if I can find it and post it on the, the podcast Twitter. But I just loved her emotional support cow. I really related to it. And that's about it. Okay, Kiara. Oh, this girl, 
came in a suitcase. Yep, somehow she folded herself up and got in to a suitcase. And because she was such a, not a magician, but a contortionist, when Chris Harrison came out afterwards, she was like, hey, uh, we should try cutting her in half later. Very funny. Really enjoyed it. Great comedy and improv lessons from Chris Harrison. He's really stepping up his game, I guess, this season. He realized that we all know he's balding. And that's about it. Okay, Katrina. I have no notes on Katrina. (laughs) Kelly. Kelly is a lawyer, and her shirt, her skirt was shorter than her her pantsuit jacket. Uh, yeah. She's also apparently met Peter, and it was definitely not staged at all that she's on this show. You know? Because they just don't do that. They don't pick people who have girlfriends and they don't pick people who have met the lead in person before they start the season okay kelsey i don't have any notes on kelsey kylie i don't think i have any notes on kylie either because this was the part of the episode where they sort of just brushed over everyone And it was just, you know, oh, here's this person, here's this person, here's this person, 9,000 times in a row. And, you know, that sort of gets boring at some point. And at some point, you stop paying attention because it's the same thing over and over and over again. And you just don't want to listen to it. Lauren. I don't have any notes on Lauren. Lexi, she drove up in an old car. Do I know what kind of car it was? No, I do not. I just know it was old and it was a car. And you know, it looked exactly like that bit that Becca pulled on Ari Leindyke's season. So I'm over it. Next. Thank you. Madison. Madison was a high school basketball player. She said that she won four state championships and uh, I found that hard to believe because she had on six rings. So where'd those other two come from, Madison? I need an explanation and I need it now. Uh, Morissa? More like Morissa. Oh, got her. I I don't have any notes on Morissa. She... (laughs) Look, I'm sorry, it was one of those things that I just, at some point, gave up. And now, here we are, on to the second flight attendant of the episode. And by second, I mean third, because I know how to count. Uh, So, Madison... Nope, I already talked about Madison. I also know how to read. Megan is our third and final flight attendant of this season. Yeah, that's about all I have to say about Megan. McKenna. And she spells it M-Y-K-E-N-N-A. So from here on out, I will be calling her my Kenna. Or probably your Kenna. My Kenna, your Kenna, my Kenna. 
I couldn't get over the fact that she spelled her name with a Y, and it was my Kenna instead of McKenna. And that's that's literally the only notes I took about her was the fact that her name was my Kenna. So, Nata- oh, also, <laughs> sorry, one more thing about McKenna, my Kenna. There was an amazing villain origin story that Marvel wishes they could when she was sitting on one of the outdoor couches watching Peter and some other brown-haired girl make out because there's a bunch of them. It's pretty even split between blondes and brunettes in this season. So she's watching them make out. She picks up her full wine glass, pounds it, and then goes inside. And I was like, this is the villain origin story I need. This is the the villain origin story that I want. Yes. Thank you. Good night. That's the end of the episode. That's all I have to say. It's not. I have more to say because I'm a millennial and all I do is talk except for when I sing not very well. Next up is Natasha. Uh, She is just one of the girls that is sort of there this episode, you know, as many of them are. She had no sort of spectacular entrance. She sort of didn't really have anything exciting going on. She wasn't one of the few that got all up in everyone's business. Uh, yeah, that's really it I have to say about Natasha. Next up is Peyton. I should really alphabetize these notes next time so I'm not (laughs) dumb. Peyton also made a four times joke and it wasn't funny. And no one was surprised. Whoa! Did not realize my sound was on. I apologize for that. Unknown how loud that was. So, next up is Sarah. Sarah... I think I was in the bathroom for Sarah, so... (laughs) Look, I'm sorry. It's just when we have 30 girls to talk about, some of them do get left in the dust. Savannah, she was, uh, she blindfolded Peter, actually, and she got the first makeout session of the night. She whispered in his ear all weird, and then they made out. That's it. Okay, next we have Shean, 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 uh, and she is either a sketchy clothing company or a contestant on this season of The Bachelor. She did have some things happen to her. She was the first person this episode to cry about somebody stealing Peter away from her. Her rightful Peter. Because there's not 29 other girls vying for this man's heart. But you know, such is life, I suppose. Okay, Sydney. Sydney did something that was enough to make Peter like her, probably. Yep, (laughs) that's about it. That's all I I got for you on Sydney. Tammy, Tammy got a 
one of those little segments at the beginning of the episode, so you know she's probably gonna make it to at least halfway through the season. She is, like, the most intense house flipper ever, and I think if I ever flip a house in Syracuse, New York, uh, I would want her to do it. Victoria F. is next. I almost tried to make a rhyme that was bad. <laughs> uh, Victoria F. said she had a dry sense of humor and she couldn't get through her joke because she found it so funny. I can get through a joke because I only thought it was bleh. Uh, she had a dry sense of humor and that was the only thing about her that was dry. Really good way to start a conversation with your future husband. However, I will say this about Victoria F. Uh, I love her. She gives me mega Nicole vibes. And like I said earlier, I am a big, big Nicole stan. She is great. She is amazing. And she is my sort of energy. So, I'm getting the same sort of vibe from Victoria F. And I, fingers crossed, that she can live up to who she was last season, which was Nicole. She wasn't Nicole. Nicole was a different person. But, you know, it was that typecast. Now, we have two Victorias this season. There's two Victorias, and that's about it. <laughs> Just two. Is there no other double names? I guess not. Wow. That's a first. We do have a Lauren, so that's not a first. But the second Victoria is Victoria P. She is a nurse, and she got out of the limo and said... Uh, when I, when my, when my niece is sad, we do a happy dance together, and then she happy danced with Peter, and it was weird, and that is it, that's my wrap up of all the girls, uh, I did just want to say, as a 23 year old woman, I wanted to go through and see how many people were my age or younger, let's take a look, so, we got three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. So almost a third of the girls did, uh, are in fact younger than me. Now, a little breakdown of the cocktail party. Uh, there was a lot of windmill jokes and it was very boring. Uh... Hannah Ann, Hannah Anna, as I'm going to start calling her, which slowly might devolve into Santa Anna, which slowly might devolve into Santa. So be on the lookout for that if that happens. Uh, <laughs> Hannah Anna gave, uh, oh my goodness, I just forgot his name again, Peter, a painting of the Smoky Mountains. And it was ugly. It was bad and it was ugly. And I'm sorry for the poor intern that I just roasted your painting. It was bad. It was not a good painting. But, you know, they made out. So, I guess something worked out well for her. Uh, somebody came over and interrupted my Kenna, and my Kenna decided to throw paper airplanes. The giant paper airplanes that someone flew in on, and I believe it was Madison, 
Yes, it was Madison. She flew in in a giant paper airplane. And they had more, just in case something broke, I guess. Shout out to the Bachelor producers. They work harder than any of us ever could. And by producers, I mean the poor, poor interns that they make do all the work. Okay, so she starts throwing those paper airplanes. And she also makes out with uh, Peter. Because Peter made out with everyone. And Sheehan got mad. She was like, I'm not talking to Peter. And my kiddo was like, I, I wanted to talk to Peter. And that's how that ended. <clears throat> now, Hannah Anna is sort of the worst in this episode. I won't lie. She talks to Peter like nine times. And by nine, I mean three, which is divisible by nine. I, I don't know how to do math. Don't, don't look at me. Okay. She <laughs> does know how to make out with Peter. And she also knows how to get the first impression rose. Now, Sheehan uh, gets mad at Hannah Anna because Hannah Anna keeps being like, hey, what's good, Peter? Let's talk more. And Sheehan didn't like that, even though that's literally the entire point of not only this first episode, but the whole season. So Sheehan cries. Sheehan started crying. And we had the first tears of the season with Shein. Now, the roses from this rose ceremony go to Victoria P., Madison, Kelly, Lexi, Savannah, Lauren, Tammy, Alaya, Jasmine, Sydney, Natasha, Mykenna, Deandra, Sarah, El... Alexa. Oh, dang it. She's still activated. Alexa, off. <laughs> okay, she's going to have to get turned off when I record, as long as the, the one is still around. Kelsey, Peyton, Kiara, Courtney, and she, Anne, and also Victoria F., which was so nerve-wracking because I liked her. Now, we have the first date, which was flight school. And it was dumb. But as all first dates have progressed, it was an obstacle course. Now, I have no real uh, significant importance on, you know, forming on this episode, on this part of the episode. Uh, we did see Victoria P. almost throw up in a weird gyroscope. And we did learn that none of the girls know how to do math because they all said the Mile High Club was 30,000 feet. Now, even I know that a mile is 5,280 feet. And uh, while I don't know the general cruising altitude of a plane, uh, 5,280 is much less than 30,000. So that's like the several Mile High Club, I guess. Also, I just thought of this. Denver, the Mile High City, are you always in the Mile High Club? Food for thought, let me know, at your fave thoughts on Twitter. Okay, they do the gyroscope, and they also have a class lesson, where, as I said, nobody knows 
basic math, which is fine. I also don't know basic math. They also have some really weird vocabulary words that they make very sexual, which if I was on a date with a cute boy and 13 other women, I would probably not want to have a weirdly sexual teacher talking to me about weirdly sexual things, okay? No. Now, the last part of the date was an obstacle course. They had to uh, spin around and then run into one of those really big turbine fans and then climb up a slide and then what else did they do? Change into a co-pilot's uniform and the last two, or the first two, who were done changing into the co-pilot's uniform went and raced to try to get to Peter first. Now, here's where a bit of controversy did kick in. They, the final two, it was Kelly, who had previously met Peter, and I believe Tammy, the crazy flight, the crazy house flipper. Apparently, Kelly cheated, which, yeah, she did. She totally did. She cut through the middle of the course instead of going around, following the course, which is what Tammy did. Uh, However, uh, you know, if you're just trying to get to your man's, why not just cut through the middle of a course? That's what you're trying to do anyway. You're trying to cut ahead of all these people, all 29 other girls that are there for some reason. You don't want anybody to steal your boo, right? So you got to get there first, and you got to get there first by any means necessary, and sometimes you got to cheat. And Tammy was real hung up on the fact that Kelly cheated. Now, I'm more hung up on the fact uh, that Peter... And Kelly keeps saying that they have deep chemistry and a deep smart spark. A deep smark. Uh, what did they do besides meet in that hotel lobby? How did the producers find her? And how were they both there at the same time? This is a setup. Something is going to happen. I don't know what and I don't know when, but this is going to end in another to-be-continued episode possibly with tears from both parties. In fact, probably likely tears from both parties, which will be wonderful and dramaful and perfect for me. So, Kelly gets the group date. Everyone's mad because she knows him. And, you know, put the cherry on top of that ice cream cake. The (laughs) cocktail party of the group date was at the exact hotel that Peter and Kelly met. Yep, you heard me right. Producer intervention, for sure. And you know, this was also sort of the exact moment where everybody found out that Peter and Kelly had met, and they were all so pissed. Why do you care, you know? You knew this was going to happen. You knew there was going to be drama somehow. Remember on Becca's season, when there was that one guy who Becca babysat, who came on the show? Yeah, you know, remember Colton? When he only wanted to be on The Bachelorette because he thought Tia was going to be The Bachelorette? No. And they definitely went on a few dates, and they definitely maybe fucked, even though he said he was a virgin? Okay, I see you. 
but I don't see you, producer intervention. You're not sly, producers. I see you, Mike Fleiss. So, that is the end of the group date. And that is pretty much the end of the drama for the episode. Psych! If you saw any of this, (laughs) any of the previews for the episode, you will know that Hannah Brown comes back. And she does not come back once, but she comes back twice. Yep, the first time she comes back, she just was like, Hey Peter, I'm so excited you're on this journey, and here's this gift bag that you gave me when you first got out of the limo, and I just want you to have it so you can like find your co-pilot or whatever, I don't know. I don't remember. And all with a bad southern accent. Imagine it. Now, Hannah B comes back, but not in the first first one-on-one date. No, that date goes to Madison, and it is the weirdest first date I would ever want. They go to Peter's parents' vow renewal, in which Peter officiates the ceremony. So Madison is just sitting there the entire time watching two strangers renew their vows. I'm sorry, but what? How? What and how? And during the dinner portion of this date, Madison keeps talking about how it was the best first date they ever had. She loves Peter so much, and she loved seeing their connection with his family and how everything was perfect and amazing, and that's what true love should be. There was probably something in there about Never mind, I'm not going to say that. That's too controversial. I'll get there eventually, but not today. Now, if I was on a first date and the boy was like, hey, my parents are renewing their vows. Do you want to come? And it was our first date. I would say no. I would say that's weird. You know, no, I don't want to see that. I haven't even met you in person. I don't want to meet your family on our first date. Ugh, weird, creepy, Red flag. Red flag, Peter. Why did you let the producers do that? Why did you let them do that to you? You're such a a good man. And you let them ruin you. But, you know, many a good man was ruined on this show. They can't all be Ben Higgins. At least I hope he wasn't ruined from this show. But man, Ben Higgins. Love him. Best Bachelor by far. For sure. Sweet, sweet Ben Higgins. So, they go, she gets the rose, they make out, they go, and they start dancing to a really crappy country band that nobody's ever heard of. And then, the wedding party comes in, and it's just a recap of the first half of the date, except when they walk in, they're all grinding up on each other, and it's like, do you really want to have your parents watch you grind on your boyfriend that's also dating 30 other girls? No. I don't want that. I'm sure Madison doesn't want that. And I'm sure Madison's parents don't want that on TV. But here we are. So, now, it is time for the second group date. Or as I like to call it, Return of the Beast. And I'm stealing that definitely from Hannah. Because that's what she says when she shows up the second group date. Now, Hannah wants them to tell a sex story, which, why? 
Why would you do that? For your first date with 13 other girls? No. I'm not going to get up there and be like, well, one time in bed. No. Even though that's what Hannah does. Yep. She recaps the famous four times in a windmill. But also reminds us that Jesus still loves her. Which is by far the best part of Hannah B's season. It was, I have had sex, and you know what? Jesus still loves me. Yep, I have said it, I'll say it so many times probably, but that was the best part. And after recapping their windmill experience, Hannah goes off and immediately starts crying. <laughs> She's like, I don't know why I ever gave up Peter, and I don't want to, blah, 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 I don't want to give him up again. And Peter goes to her because Peter might be as good as Ben Higgins. And he's like, hey, uh, why are you crying, babe? And she says that she made a big mistake giving Peter up. She made a big mistake picking Jed, which we all knew. We knew before the cheating scandal. That was going to be a mistake. She said she made a big mistake asking Tyler out instead of asking Peter out. And that it was, it was all just a mistake. And she's crying. And he's crying, and Peter's just like, I just want to kiss her so bad. It's like, we get it. You want to kiss everyone, Peter. It's your pilot instincts kicking in. You just want to kiss everything that moves and has hair and is a woman, an, a woman-identifying person. So they're all crying, and then Peter goes, Hey, uh, do you want to come back in the house? Do you want to be on my season? And then it goes to be continued. After a whole bunch more crying. And that is it. That is your recap of the first episode of Peter the Pilot season of The Bachelor. It was a doozy, this episode. Thankfully, there was none of that bullshit, live audience, four people getting proposed to, stuff I don't care about. But you know what I didn't care about? The 20-minute long conversation between Peter and Hannah about their feelings and about Hannah's season of The Bachelorette. It's like I saw this. I saw this on After the Final Rose. I saw this on Mental All pretty much. I saw it a lot. I didn't want to see it again. And it was just boring. So far, Peter doesn't seem that boring. He seems like just a genuinely sweet, sweet guy who likes to make out with everyone in all different places. And he likes to pick girls up. And yeah, so far, you know, pretty decent. Pretty decent start to the episode. Pretty pretty decent start to the episode and to the season. Better than Colton. I hated Colton. I hated him the entire season. I did not want him to be The Bachelor. But I also didn't want Blake to be The Bachelor. So, you know, rock in a hard place, I guess. And I also didn't want Hannah B. to be The Bachelorette. And she ended up being really funny. So we'll see what happens with Peter. Now, if you want to see my live thoughts on what happens with Peter, and by live I mean, you know, live when I watch the episode, not live when the episode is airing, because I do have a weird schedule, and so it changes a lot. Sometimes I don't have Mondays off. Sometimes I watch it in uh, three parts over three days, and it takes me a while, and sometimes... I watch it on Mondays. So my live Bachelor thoughts, as always, are on Bachelor Drunk on Twitter. 
And the podcast is at Your Fave Thoughts. That's U-R-F-A-V-E-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S on Twitter. That's where I'll post all updates and links to any episodes as soon as they go live. And I believe that is it. Thank you guys so much for watching. I will talk to you guys on Saturday, like I said, for one of the greatest love stories in the world. It's just a coincidence that that's how that's work out, that we have a Bachelor episode and then we have a love story episode. I'll talk to you on Saturday, or if not, I will talk to you next Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye!